Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Big Picture. I'm your host, Ryan Mendez, and I'm joined by... Clarence Wynn. Ford Matera. Michael Decker. Nathan Chavira. And today we're going to be talking about literature as it pertains to Fahrenheit 451. We've chosen the books Animal Farm and The Giver to relate to Fahrenheit 451 because they both describe dystopian societies in the world of the future. Let's kick it off with Animal Farm. I think, Ford, you wanted to say something about education. Yeah. So the thing I most took from Animal Farm and Fahrenheit 451, the thing I could relate them to is the most is the government controlling education. Because in Animal Farm, Napoleon controlled the education. And in Fahrenheit 451, whatever government that controlled the society at that time controlled it. And when you controlled the education, they minimized it. They kept slowly minimizing it. So people became complacent and kind of ignorant when it came to knowledge. So they became way easier to control, which ended up causing a way more harm to them. Like in Fahrenheit 451, how they ended up being nuked in the end of the book and multiple wars. And then in Animal Farm, there was the um, constant attacks and hardships they went to. And another thing was that the just effect that that had on the citizens as a whole, like the education completely made them dumber and more complacent. And that's the main thing I really took from both those books. I agree. I think that the people were educated into being dumber and kind of ignoring all of the flaws in the government. And that was really intentional. Thank you. Michael, did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, also on Animal Farm, related back to Fahrenheit 451, how in Animal Farm, the pigs and Napoleon, they kept on manipulating the animals. They said, this is for the best of you. Like, you've been doing this for everybody. It's kind of like the government Fahrenheit, and they're like saying, this is good for you. Um, Like, it's under control. Like, this is how life is supposed to be lived. They're just manipulating their people. It's like very alike in both those... uh, novels thanks i i think that's absolutely true i think the government definitely manipulated they the people in charge they took control they absolutely made lies to ensue fear and sort of keep their reign over the over their citizens even though you know they were less in numbers I think that's it for Animal Farm. Uh, let's move on to The Giver. Nathan, did you want to talk about that? Yeah, I think um, a theme that appears in The Giver and in Fahrenheit 451 is that the government suppresses individuality. And in both books, the individuals like Montag or like Jonas, they're seen as like they're seen as good. Um, but it's interesting because the good people push for they try to make the society like how it is uh in america or in like most like free first world countries but to be fair like in a lot of places in the world there's still a lot of pain and a lot of like um inequality and oppression that is a result of not having a society where everyone's equal and it's it's kind of a a tough contrast because um you know in in uh those books like they have no no unhappiness and they all have food and they're all like 
their their basic needs are met, but they there's nothing beyond that. I agree. So, but maybe I think yeah. That yeah, I, I think the, the government both governments wanted to suppress individuality because it's easier to control really they they have a stronger grip if you have a tight grip on who people are in their personalities you can have a stronger grip on what media they're interested in what they believe their political ideology and you can keep yourself in power i think that's what the government and the giver employed to make sure nobody tried to revolt and I think that's what they did in Fahrenheit to keep people in check. Thanks, Nathan. Yeah, Clarence, so... I think you want to um, say something on intentions? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, you mentioned a, a very specific word that I remember, and it's uh, governmental control. And when I think about governmental control, I think um, I, I kind of have to disagree in a sense um, uh, for the giver. Uh, in the giver, I think the goal of the government was to avoid um past mistakes they they didn't really care to control these people they just wanted them to not make the same mistakes they did in the past that's the entire premise of the person the giver is that he remembers and advises the he remembers the past and um the mistakes people made in the past and he kind of like i guess he's an advisor to the um government um so i wouldn't say it's exactly them trying to control the people. I, I, I have to, I, I have to disagree because I think in doing what they do in having this uh, giver, the keeper of memories, to advise them, I think he's a tool. Jonas is being used as a tool to keep them in power because if nobody knows the memories, except for one specific person that's kept on a very tight leash, that's a lot of power in one person. So I think the reason that they're doing what they're doing with the giver is to keep themselves in power. But I see where you're coming from. Thanks for your input. That makes sense. And so I think it depends on the way that the, the giver, the individual, um, interprets uh, these, um, these memories. Like, for example, Jonas and uh, his predecessor, the previous um, giver, they both, um, the previous giver was teaching Jonas, and he kind of disagreed with his government a bit. And that's why um, he wanted Jonas to make some changes. So, sure, they're on a tight leash, but I think it depends on how the person, the giver, handles um, the power that they're given. You make a good point, Clarence. I, I really appreciate it. Um... Well, it looks like that's all we have time for tonight, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning into the big picture. I'm your host, Ryan Mendez, and we'll see you next time.